0: We're here to listen in. And what's it called? It's called
1: Banter Buddies. Welcome to episode 50 of Banter Buddies, a podcast that is uh, going to take a break after this one. So, uh, you know, it's a, it's a big one right here. And uh, in person, for only the second time in two years, we're recording Banter Buddies in my office. None other and brian i'm here brian's here we're chilling we didn't have to clap um you know a little behind the behind the to record over zoom behind the scenes you gotta you know you gotta clap your hands and then that helps me line up the two audio tracks that brian and i each independently produce it's a whole thing but we're together in person hanging out we're about to we're about to um, do some things together and we're like yo why don't we just record before that so here we are and, it, and it's fitting because as we said last episode that uh you know this is the final episode of of season 1 of Banter Buddies. Season so long around here. Travis was like, "You guys are ending?" And I said, <laughs> "Didn't you listen? This is just the beginning." <laughs> <laughs> That's right, you know, but also with a lot of things, there's some things in life you can just do consistently forever, but some things in life you need a break. You need, you need a little pause.
0: It is interesting in our whole career so our band will be 15 years old in Mm -hmm, February. mm -hmm. And the general theme is that everybody eventually finds everything, but it takes a long time. (laughs) It's always slow to warm. I feel like just last week, I finally have people being like, I caught up on the podcast a little bit. I listened to this episode like 20 or something like that. And it's like, oh, I've been waiting for you. Let's go. So we're going to let some people catch up a little bit and then we're going to Get back in the saddle and keep rocking.
1: That's but, a good point because other than new new with coup, it's pretty uh, evergreen, as they say. Right? You could pick up any of these episodes in like a year or two and be go. like, "Oh yeah, here's uh, here's Brian and Neil and their and their uh, listeners' views on on these different topics and stuff." So this uh, one yeah. especially now oh.
0: when I we, we like Neil and I make lists mm-hmm. of I'm going to say, yeah. "You're Neil in front of me." I don't mean to say that. Look, yeah. talk to like the We're listening here. public. Yeah. We make these lists of topics. Potentially. We're shooting from the hip at all times. And we're like, let's pick this one today. We usually do it like five minutes before we press record of what the next episode's going to be. That's right. I don't even know. Something felt right about (laughs) Sunday morning (laughs) comic strips.
1: Yeah. It felt it's been such a big part of my life. I, yeah I think it's just something that's been so long running and I feel like it's something that even though like newspapers obviously are like different today and less circulated and maybe less people definitely lots of less people read them it feels like such a long like a a, a very like deep uh thing to go into there's so many different Sunday morning comics over the years and then also it's just like such a long-running thing but I guess it's kind of going away these days right like a lot of a lot of young people probably don't like. I remember even when I was like in middle school and stuff, or, and, and and like open up the paper and read the sports section and seeing reading movie reviews and and stuff like that. And yeah, doing hitting some of the comics were part of that too. So you know, I, I don't know. I guess this stuff does live on digitally, but it's not the same, right? Sunday morning, right? Or not Sunday morning, but like Sunday paper, Sunday any, yeah, funnies. It could be like any paper. Sometimes yeah. they're like
0: buried. There's like a couple. There's always like family circus or something like that.
1: Oh yeah. Next to like Sudoku. Oh yeah, you're right. Even if it's not the big like city paper or whatever. If it's, like, in small towns, you can get the little little half column or the half page. Side chat. Yeah, the little I side I have one, fond so. memories
0: of no matter what, no matter
1: where I am, if I find a paper,
0: I'm looking through for that, whatever they call it, variety yes. section. yes. Alternative section because I'm going to get, like, a movie review. <laughs> I'm going to see what, like... Albums are dropping, but more importantly, especially when we would travel as kids, I would want to see like what comics do they have.
1: Yeah, you're we right. go to
0: Florida, we go to Mo- we go to Montana. If we're in a hotel, I'm going to find it.
1: Yeah, because you know these are all for the most part, I feel like made nationally, but then they need to be picked up by the different paper manufacturers and stuff. Um, To kind of, you know, uh, it's almost like syndication. It's almost like a TV station or whatever. Your local TV station has different stuff on. And so, yeah, the local papers, you know, they would pick and choose of different companies uh, which strips they had it wasn't like this um you know it wasn't the same everywhere across all the cities i would imagine so that's kind of cool um yeah is that yeah wherever you go you might find a little different uh you know you're probably all the big ones are there but there was maybe some like mid tier ones or some small ones you're like i've never seen this. i've before. never seen this before yeah, yeah. okay now i so neil you're opening up the center fold
0: right that's now right, yeah. okay mm. you got full two page so, so much color black and white Oh yeah. Most of the time. Yeah. And then and then and then people started getting color. I remember when Beetle Bailey had some color, I was like, whoa. Yeah. This is yeah. wild. But d- do you read it like a book, left to right, top to bottom? Or this is what I do. I don't know if other people do mm. this. Do you go to the one, two, three or faves? Then you have like a list. I would bop around <laughs> and then by the end, I would never ever read. I think it's called like what's is it Duneberry? No. Oh what yeah. Dunesberry. Yeah. Doonsberry. Pass on that. I would do everything
1: but that, but I would eventually get to it. Sometimes they'd even read it if I was like... I don't think I was a completionist. Like I feel like I probably... I can't totally remember, but I feel like I kind of was similar to you, where I'd like hit my faves, and then... But yeah, there were certain ones where you felt like, oh, I don't know these characters. Or the thing that we might need to tell people, especially younger people, is that a lot of these comics, and why you get confused in the black and white and color, was like... Some of these would run every single day in the paper, just, like, episode by episode, like, day by day. And then, like, the big color one would be on Sunday. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. So, so yeah, they could, like, build up. So, I feel like it, it was almost like a TV show you were watching where it was like, oh, I know the plot line. I know what's going on. It was almost like soap operas or something like that. It was on every day for, like, 30 years. And so, I feel like, yeah, it's about the animation style or just, like, I don't know where the story is or whatever. So... Um, So you're saying you would do the three, the top ones, but then you would eventually complete it all.
0: I would. Yeah, I'm just wondering. I don't know somebody that... Read it like a book, right, like right, write them right, down. Right, right. My brain was like popcorn around. Yeah, I want to know if other people did that. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah. I wonder. All right. So, what's our question? What's yeah, our question? We just what's our know mailbag? What, uh,
1: what everyone's favorite Sunday comic strip is. And uh, there's there's you know Sunday again. It's kind of blurry because I think a lot of these also existed all week. But I think of Sunday because it had its own like little multi-page. Uh, lots of color going on with it, so I feel like that was kind of the that was the big one of the week. Um, you know, for a lot of comics, looking at the Calvin Hobbes one, like this would be like the Sunday style one where it would be bigger. Like it wouldn't just be one strip; it'd be like three rows of strips. Wait, so for re- sometimes, yeah, it would be bigger. And again, that was based on placement a lot too. It was like if it was on the front page. This is in Star or This is yeah, like in Farmington. Star- no, I'm talking like yeah, Star Tribune, Pioneer Press. Those are the big Minneapolis and St. Paul papers. Here in the Twin Cities where the Sunday one, you sometimes get like a jumbo edition of like that Sunday com- or that like comic or whatever. So, you know, again, lots of these different these in different ways. You know, I uh, think about like uh, family circus or far side would often be just one image. Right. It's like a square. It's like one image only or whatever. So it's, there's
0: a new one that's taken over
1: a little bit oh, but right I, I, that does that does single or that. I don't remember what it's called. Yeah, but it has <laughs> it has more of that like far side, like single, like obscure, like dark humor. Yeah. Well, another thing that's interesting about about these comic strips, I think, is that over the years, a lot of these characters and strips, like, um, you know, kind of uh, modernized with media. So it was like, oh, there's a Garfield, like cartoon on now you know what i mean or like peanuts or whatever so a lot of these things i think like for people maybe it wasn't necessarily the strip that you liked every week or but it was like oh i, I got a lot of love for snoopy or i really like this character or, you know uh whatever and they could see it on other stuff like peanuts and garfield enough. have to be the those two the big, big two, like, feels anchors like yeah it feels like those are the big two if
0: calvin and Hobbes would have done a tv show or a movie that would have been they yep. he, they he, Bill Watterson would have buried.
1: He everyone. famous yeah. He famously never you know wanted to have his you know make merch or really have money made off any he wanted to keep it keep it pristine. And I feel have like it be just in this medium only and no more. That's your pick, right? Oh yeah, Calvin
0: and Calvin and Hobbes.
1: Hobbes is number one. I think and at the time when I was reading it growing up in like the mid nineties, it was. I don't believe I ever. I can't recall if I even had Calvin and Hobbes in my paper. Like, I don't know... I can't... I don't recall... When I think about reading Calvin Hobbes, it's all about the books. It's all about, like, the coffee table books that had, like, you know, a whole year or two worth of, like, stories in them. They're, like, an
0: eight and a half by 11 book, but they're bound on the short
1: end. Yes, yes. And so they're, like, big... We had...
0: Three of them in our bathroom in our college dorm. <laughs> like that's yeah. what we read. Yeah. Yeah. As totally. college
1: students. And you know, Kelvin Hobbs, I think these days, as I was prepping for this episode, kind of looking, you know, Googling just around and stuff, I feel like it's pretty high on most people's like lists these days of like, especially when it's like a look back like type the king. Of thing. As like, oh yeah, now in hindsight. You know, yeah, it didn't run as long as some of these other ones, or there's not like this other media, but it is as that format. It is recognized as just being so so great because what Calvin Hobbes does so wonderfully is it layers all these philosophical ideas onto this child and he's playing make believe with his stuffed tiger <laughs> that comes to life in his mind. And there's just so many, I'm, all the best comics can do this. You know, where it's like, oh, this is a this is a story more than just what you're seeing here. Obviously, any good media does that, but that's always what I thought about Calvin and Hobbs, and it was so interesting how the stories were somewhat like four kids, but the The language that Bill used in all this Like I learned a lot of words from reading Calvin and Hobbes (laughs) like I remember Specifically the one I specifically remember is Lobotomy because it's like There's a scene where like Calvin's like playing doctor Or something like that and he keeps saying he has to like remove Her brain or whatever and he says lobotomy I was like what is a lobotomy and so I Like had to like learn what that was and so like Yeah that's kind of like a gross weird one it wasn't all like Stuff I shouldn't be hearing but it was just like this Verbiage that like I think kind of like helped me learn words literally and stuff As like a middle schooler and stuff and expand my vocabulary so in addition to just being like really fun and this cool idea of like a kid and his tiger, it just like there was a lot of like political stuff in there and just like how life is and, and and different things that just I don't know, they just it just hits on all the all the all the levels you want it to and uh was just was just so fun. And so Calvin Hobbs that's that's my pick definitely with those books though so kind of kind of cheating a little bit there. no it, it, it lives within that <laughs> world it is, yeah it is that it, it, I
0: checked him out from the library recently to see like how it would land it didn't go yet with my kids
1: but they yeah. will it will happen yeah I feel like you have to kind of understand the sarcastic you know what I mean like, that's
0: what he is that's what I think I love about Calvin Calvin is like sarcastic and has snark
1: yes and he definitely like, and into that language thing he definitely speaks not as a kid right? no he and he language. has a cynicism towards <laughs> yes. the world yes. yet
0: <laughs> childlike like he yeah. wants to sled and pretend that he's like a space dinosaur Man a Spiff space and yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I I am Kelvin sometimes. <laughs> like I like yeah. I can see the darkest of the dark, and that's then I right. can also be like, this is the best thing in yeah. the whole world.
1: That's great. So yeah, that's my pick, Brian. What what do you bring in? The before table? we get to that, yeah. when
0: we were in the UK mm. with MC Lars yeah. touring, we did plot out. Calvin and Hobbs album, and we well, wrote like three songs.
1: Yeah, we have some some, a cu- some nuggets a of kangaroo, ideas. Yeah, Bill Watterson. Bill. Yeah, because Bill uh, MC Lars is a big Calvin Hobbs fan. He talks a lot about yeah the creator Bill Watterson. Our tour poster that year was a Calvin and Hobbs parody. Uh, you know, with us after Warp Tour. The, oh, that's the joyful, right. The joyful smile. He tour. was.
0: He was a big Hobbs. Yes. And then the two of us were little Calvin, little Calvin
1: style characters. Oh my
0: gosh, I forgot about yeah, that.
1: Yeah, so I got, I have one of those. I'm so big I think. fans there, but yeah, it's it's fascinating because yeah, Bill Watterson stopped doing the thing and just he didn't really do anything else and he just shut it down and he didn't ever take you know a deal to have. I'm sure he had lots of opportunities to make it a TV show to make it a movie. yeah, and he's just like, I don't know what he does these days, but he's just like, nope, that's what that was, and I really respect that. That's like especially these days, that's like really cool to be able to like hold and not like be tempted by the Big check or the bigger boost in popularity, and then people and made just because now yeah. it's more. I feel like it's more beloved because it's just that you know, it's like oh cool, it's just this pure thing, and it didn't have a chance to be ruined by quote unquote ruined by keep going on forever and ever. It's and weird that you
0: now own the only knockoff merch are those like truck decals of Calvin <laughs> peeing, <laughs> peeing on something.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's how most people though Calvin house Oh, his that's Calvin boy is turning his back to you. Yeah, it's like how, on it's the how the Chevy like people logo. would know. Yeah, people
0: would know like Bart Simpson or something.
1: <laughs> yeah, totally. Okay, um, I'm. Pe- Chicken zits. Oh, zits. Okay, now that is one for sure that was like in the paper and was like that's, I remember that's it how like I, knew that I remember one. it
0: like growing though. I remember like when I first started paying attention, like it was only Sunday and it moved up in the corner, but I couldn't tell you anything about the creators. Right, right. I couldn't tell you anything. I just like that's where my mind went first. Like Calvin Hobbes is king, but I always would read zits first. I just like I think it's Jeremy. Is Jeremy the? Yeah,
1: Jeremy's the main character. Jeremy, jeremy
0: was a teenager who like kind of was like max goof from the goofy movie kind of like like guitar and was kind of be a rock musician oh yeah <laughs> very marty mcfly from back to the future and then with like a geeky dad and he had kind of a he kind of had a geeky friend oh yeah there's his friend right there yeah and um <laughs> the mom the mom was cool but like was still like a suburbs like Lady like the parents were cool, but they weren't cool enough for Jeremy to see. But I feel like no teenager thinks her parents are cool, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Even if they actually are cool, like they don't. Yeah, that's funny. Here it says Charles Schultz liked uh Zitz, but added Zitz is the worst name for a comic strip since Peanuts. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Wait, go back down. Go back down. Sorry, we're we're scanning we're scanning this. Oh, Jer-
0: oh the creator jerry scott was drawing baby blues oh definitely remember that one. Oh, i love that's, baby blues that's
1: also in the that's uh probably all about parenting or whatever but you yeah, know that's i love it.
0: baby blues they, they ended up having three kids by then but I, the thing i love the most about baby blues is that so they grew up throughout the years oh. but family circus didn't yeah and baby most blues don't, most don't age most
1: comic, i know yeah cartoons baby
0: blues age. took a shot one time about how they age in the comic at Family Circus. I remember that. Uh. I was like, this is like, <laughs> Family Circus
1: is like 10 inches away, and they yeah. didn't know you were going to drop that bomb. Now, as, uh, as the name implies, I feel like it's kind of about like... Teenagers. Teenage years, the awkwardness of of kind of growing up. And, See, and I love Zitz. I think Zitz is the perfect name. No, I, that, that, it does make sense for what it is. But is that is that fair to say that it's it's kind of a high school... It takes place in high school. It's about Jeremy, like getting through high school. Is that kind of the main? Yeah, thing Jeremy is yeah.
0: eternally sixteen. Like he always is, like doing a driving test or like not cleaning up his room. Like he doesn't go to college ever, and he's eternally like a Kurt Cobain kid. Like it's just flannel, <laughs> it's just flannel all the yeah, time. Of
1: the era that this was made, yeah, probably like early mid nineties and uh yeah zits there you go um you know for all of these i'm sure there's you know the big yeah bound books and stuff like that you can get oh uh, wow these days to have the collections so i'm gonna uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna find you're that. gonna have to yeah but again probably another one that maybe maybe a bunch of years later for your kids to i think his really friend played bass it. i can't remember what yeah. his friend's name, but i love
0: the friend and then the drummer in the band the drummer in the band was like he was like just pierced pierced at the oh, wazoo just him. like yep. yeah and yep. I, yeah he didn't say much or no he there was one friend that didn't say much and there's one friend who was like hector
1: you, is the friend
0: oh yeah yeah and then there's one friend who like was but like Ed pierce is the drawer. Oh, yeah, Pierce, he's uh, uh, really uh, philosophical
1: <laughs> i loved it i loved it all right let's see what let's see what people uh yeah let's, let's see, what it over are to see what our friends uh our friends uh, brought to the table here for their favorite comic strip
2: hey brian hey neil rob here from the twin cities former guitarist for Book Reader. Uh, favorite Sunday morning cartoon? Tough to say. There's so many good candidates, but I'm going to go with the far side uh, for a few different reasons. Uh, number one, it was a single panel comic strip, which was different from anything else that I'd seen. Just instant punchline, which I really liked. Also, there are no like recurring characters or stories or anything. Every strip was just like its own thing, uh, which, again, different from everything else that i would seen, um, lots of kind of goofy animation and also kind of a focus on like barnyard animals, lots of like chickens and cows, uh, which I definitely could relate to. Um, so yeah, for all those reasons, love the far side, definitely checked it out every Sunday and also checked out the collections from the uh, local Farmington library every chance I could. Thanks, guys. Go
0: wolves, Robert. Right. Robert
2: Brewer, right there.
0: How, how Rob? How, how does Rob identify with <laughs> farm animals? He's not like a farm guy.
1: Yeah, he could relate.
0: I didn't even pay attention to right now. It's like I did like that. That there were no re. It wasn't a character. It was like a new frame all the time,
1: and you basically it was also single sentence basically. Yeah, it was just in the style of, and yeah, some it was of the them, drawing. Yeah, a lot, some, we're looking at some here. It's like dinosaurs in it, but it was just like it it doesn't matter because yeah it's not it, it, when you have a single panel like that you can't really do like a narrative thing it's a one liner it's a situation so it's more each one is just more about the scene rather than who is in the scene right it's just you have to be able to look at it and read the line and get the joke or whatever like it's got to land like right away so um, this yeah. is definitely MC Lars favorite for <laughs> a sure. a lot, lot of puns going on here. Uh, a lot of and it, it's it's good too cuz it's yeah, it's pretty it's pretty clever stuff. There's some there's some darkness in there. There's some, you know, a lot of like animals like, you know, being anthropomorphized and stuff. Uh, you know, talking like stuff kind of that kind of stuff where But was- if
0: women were going to wear glasses, they were going to wear those cat wire glasses with
1: and no eyeballs yeah yeah i wonder what yeah i don't even know what i would call this kind of style it's it's very uh this is how i, yes, I remember the far Side with no dots and i'm just white but yeah. far side i
0: remember being like you know that you could get those like word of the day things you ripped off that are like a calendar Yep, I was the far that side too. i feel like because it was a square perfect at that time it was always like this is going to be a calendar of the day thing
1: yes it was yeah that's that's perfect that's i'm surprised Robert didn't bring that up because that is kind of how i I think of this too is i'm gonna buy some of those for Robert the calendar yeah you rip it off and you get a whole new you get a whole new one every day but again i think with all of these they all and you mentioned earlier with calvin hobbs like the the like next to the toilet nature of this is like i feel like that this is where a lot of these types of books end up or just like because I, I when i think about far Side, yeah i think about like a like it might like aunt's house or something like that like by the toilet or whatever and it's like i guess it works because it's you don't need it's not a book where oh i need to know the characters are going back to what we're talking about it's like no i can just if i need to be here for two minutes they're I can short for di- these digestible yeah <laughs> so you can just run through them so yeah far side a classic, a great one. Now,
0: Robert said he was a former book-reader
1: guitarist that was our band oh, in college, but yeah. did we ever break up? No, I don't think so. We I never mean, even had a... I feel like... We stopped playing, but, you know, so that, I I don't guess think counts, former. But, yeah. I don't think
0: former. I think the band is still exists, because when Justin Timberlake bought MySpace,
1: our page went back up. Ah, yeah, it's still out there, you guys. If you, uh, if you think you can... Uh, Search the internet well. Maybe you can find it. Thank you to Rob for
3: calling in. Go
4: Wolves, Rob. Go Wolves.
1: Hey, Ben and buddies. It's
4: BJ calling from Dallas. My favorite Sunday morning comic strip has to be Garfield. I liked them from the time that I learned how to read to about high school. And by then, the internet started to become a thing, and nobody was buying Sunday papers anymore, so I didn't read them as much then. Now, why do I like them? I honestly don't know. I think it's because we just have several things in common. He likes to sleep all day. I like to sleep all day. He can be lazy at times. I like to be lazy. He loves lasagna. I like lasagna. So maybe it's because I just find them relatable. But who knows? Anyways, that's my
1: answer, and I'm sticking with it. Until next time. All right, another another two calls in a row relating to animals. Okay. BJ. BJ no, it's all, I, I get it I get it with uh with Garfield. He's he has a personality. He has a it's kind of the whole the whole thing is really Garfield's like personality. Like it's kind of the, the whole thrust of the thing is it's like this cat not only can he like talk or whatever, but he is like a very specific kind of person thing yeah he's uh, all the things that bj just said like those are his core tenets Uh, so yeah snarky cat i feel
0: like snark (laughs) yes snark like is the sunday comics like i think about Uh like
1: yep kathy baby blues yep there's lots of i mean yeah calvin It makes sense. It's it's hard because yeah, it's it's to do that visually, to do that without a tone of voice, right? It almost has to. You have to see their eyes rolling or something like that, or you know, especially Garfield's like being sarcastic. It's like how do you how do you portray sarcasm in a four panel? I don't ever see myself as like
0: Garfield, but I definitely was not. What was the dog? Dodo? Uh, No, uh, Odie. Odie, and uh, was Scott? No, who is the? Who was the guy? Who was the like uh, in the green
1: sweater? Well, Brian, you can keep thinking about that one because it might be a part of our trivia question. Oh, later. snap.
0: All right. All right. I don't want to that. <laughs> bring up. Anyways, yeah. I always the th- I think I liked even in high school, and I didn't even like have a girlfriend or go on a date till like after I graduated from high school. But I love the ones where Garfield sabotaged the date.
1: <laughs> yes, I yes. His owner ones. always, always like had a lady coming over, and then Garfield, yeah, would uh, would would do something to uh, make it unpleasant, uh, right there. O d o d e. I think o d i e. O yeah, yeah, d o d o d the dog. And this is now this is the key one. Now this and Peanuts obviously got really big, but I feel like. I, I almost have more recollection of like the Garfield um, and Friends like cartoon show um, from the 90s. It was like a you know they talked about bar, this ra, 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 isn't this barnyard. isn't the Bill Murray movie. No, this is like Gar, It's called Garfield and Friends, and it is it's based around these other characters who are Barnyard characters or whatever and so I don't remember there being a lot of like the home stuff in there but that's my main Garfield reference is less the comics and the strips and more of the like um, TV show so um yeah that's now was I, it i, I like think garfield. you should
0: leave now with tim robinson that did the whole garfield like they were in the person's house who created <laughs> garfield and mm-hmm. then they found out it kind of like oh that person might have killed them i think so yeah like there was garfield like chairs Here's and stuff garfield like that friends with the pig and oh then the okay egg, i know the, the pig with just the legs. is oh, okay really funny what was
1: that um, on I don't know. It was just kind of like syndicated. I feel like I would just see it. Like I feel like it was more, you know, um, you know, kind of in the in the Saturday morning cartoons thing. I remember yeah. that little stuffed bear. Yeah, yep, the bear and uh, one of his cat friends is Nermal I know that was I Garfield's like one. theme song. Garfield? No, I'm thinking <laughs> about it like
0: like I remember when I first heard the Nardwar theme song. Oh, I was like, "How do
1: I know this from?" Yeah, Garfield and Friends on CBS. There, CBS. See, so yeah, Garfield a classic. I'm glad BJ got to it. Thank you, BJ, for always calling in. We got Garfield, uh, we got all the classics um, here. So thank you for that, Garfield. Um, still going strong. Still, still getting lots of stuff made. Bye, BJ. Bye, BJ.
2: Hi, Kiki
4: Kangaroo. My name is Annabelle, and I'm from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And my favorite, I actually have a couple favorites. But my top favorite is, drumroll please, Rock Because it's funny how I love the show itself, but it's also in the funnies. And I kind of like the games that are in it, too. But my most go-all, my favorite is Rugrats, and I have a couple recommendations. You should make a taco song, and you should. I would just see you at a show close to here. Even if it was in Ohio, I'd go do it. Okay.
0: <laughs> Annabelle's grown up before our eyes. Even if oh. it was
1: in Ohio, I I'd she's go the, to it. She's got the Come local, on, the guys. local humor. You guys, it's happening.
0: Okay, now I could never. Now, now Annabelle's taking this as Sunday morning cartoons,
1: right? I think. Yeah, was Rugrats a strip or I was think Rugrats? It maybe was a different. Because yeah, we know of the of the Nickelodeon show, but oh, maybe oh, look there at that newspaper also... strip. Definitely had a strip. Okay, so it is Tommy Pickles and crew. We're not there's not like another Rugrats that came before the TV show oh, that wow. we're missing here. Wow, yeah, this is yeah, they have a full on Everything's there. Uh thing, classic comic strip. Yeah, it's interesting they call it classic. I feel like yeah, I feel like the show had Ralphie's the redhead, right? Uh Chucky. Sorry, Chucky. Yep. Chucky, Tommy Pickles, um and then we have uh, Angelica. This is Angelica. Yep, and then uh, the, the twins. twins are Phil and Lil. Um, and yeah, those that's the main crew right now. There. We
0: we were not lucky enough in Minnesota to have Rugrats syndicated within our local papers at the mm, time. Yeah, I mean, this is
1: the first I'm hearing that it was. Uh, this is was awesome that expert. that Annabelle
0: that you have Rugrats. Even the show. Unfortunately, I grew up without cable. I'm a five channel kid. Mm, yeah, and tough. I learned about it later in life. You know what I learned about it from when um, I think Blackstreet and Maya had this theme song for the movie? Dun, yeah, that's dun, right. dun, uh, yeah, Take me uh, there. You, you, I want to go
2: there.
1: Take I loved it. Take me there. Yeah. Let's go there. Yeah. yeah. But that song's great and yeah, think, for the movie. Yeah. yeah. I think I my first introduction to Rugrats was like that song on the radio. Yeah, because it was on the radio. The song's a hit. But yeah, look at this. Rugrats comic strip. Strip ran from April 5th, 1998 to May 3rd, 2003. So there you go. It did. Boom did exist and, and got picked uh, up Nickelodeon Ann- Annabelle loves it so um that's cool thank you Annabelle for something I, me a taco song something oh to, <laughs> sorry to,
0: wait one thing I want to say when I watched the uh orange years oh yeah documentary on, uh, Hulu, Hulu about mm, yeah about see that yeah Nickelodeon and the thing I took out the the creator of Rugrats was like I was sick of seeing babies like with these perfectly like smooth round heads. Cause like I've never seen a baby like that. Yeah. Like babies are, babies' heads are all like. Gooey and gross and yeah, chunky lumpy, and they roll yeah. lumpy. Yeah. Lumpy. I think he used the word lumpy. And so it made sense that like it's Tommy, right? Tommy. Yeah, Tommy. Yeah. Tommy has like a lumpy head. Yeah, he does. On purpose. Yeah,
1: he has like kind of like a peak in it, you know. It's kind of like uh yeah, he's got it's 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 shaped like a lemon, essentially, right? Yeah, and he wanted lots of like
0: drool and snot and all this stuff. It's like yeah. everybody's always like making babies be like these precious little things when it's like they're just like goo balls
1: Yeah, they're gross. And I loved it. I loved those
0: <laughs> I loved hearing about the creation of that.
1: Yeah, that really so, that really uh, lines up with that era of Nickelodeon as well, being like it's going to be a little gross. <laughs>
0: Annabelle, we're we're working on a taco song. I wrote a taco robot song, but it, mm. it's, it wasn't that good.
1: We but, um, had the taco episode of the podcast, and so yeah, she was inspired by that. But yes, Neil, someday, are we
0: allowing more food songs into the pantheon? It's
1: hard, you know. We have so many Annabelle, so I think the only way it can exist is if it's the best. So um, a banger. You know, there's a high bar for it, but. We're gonna we're gonna keep trying to do that, and um, like you said, we're, we have uh, we can't tell you for real right now, but we have some shows in your area, especially if you're willing to you know cross the border into Ohio. That would be huge. So no 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 no. Uh, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. No matter what, no matter which state you might want to go to, we might have something for you.
0: In the Annabelle. meantime, listen to P. Lander Z's Taco Taco Taco. <laughs> yes,
1: and that will fill all your taco needs. That's the taco song you need right now. Thank you for calling, Annabelle.
4: Hey Brian and Neil. It's Kelly from Saint Paul. Uh calling about the Sunday morning comic strips. Um as a kid, my favorite was of course Garfield. Um I found those through through the books actually. Um a friend of mine when I was really young had the little comic strip books. It had the daily comics in it. They were kind of little rectangle short books. Um, and I was obsessed with those and I started buying them and eventually it was like every Friday night, my family would go out to eat at Old Country Buffet and then we'd stop at the mall, you know, Barnes and Noble. I'd get my Garfield books, whatever new ones came out. I'd pre-order them. Just obsessed, um, with Garfield. I even had a, uh, an original Gmail, uh, email address on garfield.com. They were the inventors of Gmail. Um, one time I cut out my face from a picture and glued it into a Garfield catalog onto a little a little kid and holding onto a Garfield plush. I would spend hours drawing pictures of Garfield. Um, just loved it. Uh, as an adult, one of my favorite ones is actually called Garfield minus Garfield, uh, where they just took Garfield out of the comic strip, and it's just John Arbuckle kind of talking to himself uh makes him look kind of crazy. Have you guys ever seen Garfield minus Garfield, and what's your favorite piece of garfield merchandise? uh merch all over the place? Garfield on everything? What's your favorite one that you've ever seen uh anyway guys anyway guys um thanks for the free fun. All right, talk to you later. see ya.
1: That's right. This show will always be free, you guys. We're always going. To what do that. is Garfield minus Garfield? This is yeah. I've seen this before. This is this has been big on Twitter for a while. It's just like he he said it, and it's just you know it just makes it stranger when you remove Garfield from a lot because a lot of these strips are just John and Garfield talking. You know, so then if you remove it, it just makes it just makes John look nuts. I think. <laughs> He's talking to himself. He's just talking to himself, but like which
0: he would be anyways
1: if he was talking to a cat. That's right. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's it's pretty good. Um, yeah, Kelly uh, ruining the the trivia questions. Okay, we'll just have three trivia questions there. We put all it in there John. so I win. <laughs> give the I was gonna point. say
0: Scott. Now favorite Garfield merch. I've seen a Garfield clock. Where like the it's Garfield and like the tail wags like the like the cuckoo clock. Oh, it's right there. Yeah, sorry, we're sorry, we're. (laughs) We're i in the same room. This is weird. We're in the same room. We're like looking at stuff. This is inappropriate. Yeah, sorry. But it's like the it's like the black and white like cat clock and the tail goes.
1: That is a really good one. So Garfield
0: went. uh, Calvin hid, and Garfield's like, "We're gonna do the opposite.
1: We're gonna like overexploit Garfield to the max." That's right. Yeah. Gar. I feel like Garfield way more than even Peanuts. Like even with the even you throw in like the Joe Cool of it all. Like Garfield, I feel like has been merchandised and you know, is, is just, he's just an iconic character everywhere. Like you just, I feel like you like Mickey Mouse and stuff. Like he's on that short list of like, you can go any country in the world. Maybe they won't know his name, but they'll be like, yeah, I've seen that. That (laughs) cat. I know what that is. I've seen (laughs) that cat. Bugs Bunny, Mickey, Garfield, Snoopy. It's a short list. Yeah. All animals. (laughs) All, all friendly animals.
0: Never bullwinkle.
1: Um, I feel like I liked a Gar, was there a Garfield phone? Or am I thinking about a Mickey phone? Um, there was a Garfield phone, but yeah, maybe I'm thinking of that where he's kind of, you just like, it's a, the phone is like a piece of his back, uh, kind of weird. Uh, that, that's the first thing that came to my mind that, that maybe I was thinking about the clock somewhat. Um, the Mickey phone is, is pretty good though, because he's just like holding the phone and then you just like take it out of his hand, out of his hand. and it is the he's actual like, phone hey, it's for you. <laughs> it's like, yeah, thanks Mickey. Um, but, wild yeah. to
0: make phone <laughs>
1: merchandise. <laughs>
0: Like now people guess, be like I have a in phone the case 70s or whatever. And
1: 80s, it was like yeah, We're going to have a phone. <laughs> this whole phone you're going to take it hey, for the character. You
0: know a plastics company, we got to like put the <laughs> same It's, it's the same thing, right? I bet it's yeah. like
1: the same buttons. Yeah, well, but wow, there was some intense stuff in here Kelly revealed. I mean, putting your face into the calendar. I mean, into the catalog, I, that makes sense as some little kid stuff of being like I want this so bad. I I the only way I'm going to get it it, the closest way I can get it is to like <laughs> like stage a photo fo- Like essentially Photoshop myself onto it So th- that's pretty funny Thanks for sharing that Kelly That's a, <laughs> that's a fun anecdote <laughs> That's how bad I wanted this Plush <laughs> I
0: remember Garfield Plush And I feel like I even still going into Goodwill shops I see Garfield mm, Plush Heck yeah Garfield is forever
1: Heck yeah Still everywhere Still big And yeah um, I, I love it Inspiring Kelly to draw and uh, yeah, it makes sense. Here you go. You have Barnes and Noble as no, yeah another good place to dig into some of those comic books or whatever. So Does Barnes uh, and Noble still exist? R.I.P. I don't know. Might be might be about time for them. Um, All right, Kelly. Kelly, thank you for calling. That's uh, that's uh, that's two for Garfield. It might be the big winner here. Boom. So let's see what our final caller has to say about that.
3: Hey guys, Travis from Riverside. Full blown driving home from Chipotle. Full-blown dodging cars in the Chipotle slash Trader Joe's parking lot, keeping my rage down, working on me, going to a good place. Favorite comic strip as a kid. Didn't really peruse the newspaper too much. I know you're probably going to get a lot of Calvin and Hobbes. It was fine. I'd read the anthologies. Now when I think of Calvin and Hobbes, I think of the Calvin bumper sticker on, like, right-wing Republican cars. So it kind of put a bad taste in my mouth. But I was a fan. There was a comic strip that was funny. For growing up, going through times in the 90s, it was called Zit. It was about a teenage kid and all the, uh, you know, things that he went through, and it was funny. So see that this is the end of this uh, season here. I don't know how long the hiatus is. Hopefully it's not just a hiatus. ever want to start a podcast with your boy, Travis from Riverside, hit me up. I can banter. I can go on rants, give me a topic, and turn on the mic, and let's go. So, until then, I'll talk to you guys later. Bye!
1: Travis got honked at. Or was that him honking?
0: No, it would have been louder. That was outside the car. I feel like, think about a Chipotle and a Trader Joe's parking lot together. Trader Joe's is always in a bad parking lot. It's always like never a square parking lot. It's like, hey, this one is like a hexagon or something it's always like something that doesn't make sense like why is it set up this way
1: Uh, it's like it's like square it off it's like part it's like what they're looking for in a location is not like a good location but an awkward parking lot it's like that is a prerequisite to building a trader joe's yeah because i've never been in a i guess it's because they're relatively smaller stores that they have like like a pinch for they're always buying michaels or something um now, I'm sure there's lots – obviously, there's lots of different parkings. Now, in St. Paul, there is a there is a Trader Joe's. They have what I've never seen before. They have, like, underground parking there. Uh, I've never seen that before. So maybe that's the one that I've not had a bad time parking in because they actually have, like, a pretty big underground lot. But, yeah, there you go. And and Travis, I feel like – I mean, he might secretly work at Trader Joe's. I feel like he told – like, lots of his recommendations were about, like, Trader Joe's, like, like hummus and stuff. I went like and that got that. the peri-peri sauce. Oh, yeah. And – it lit
0: my mouth on fire. Oh, I could barely, I could barely. I have to finish a bottle. I will not get rid of it, but oh. I'm going
1: slow. Oh my gosh, that it's left, hot. There you go. So yeah, lots of uh, Trader Joe's in the house for Travis. We got um, one in,
0: we got one in the can for Zitz here. Oh here my, my go. gosh, it tied
1: Garfield two and two. There it is. Two votes for Garfield. Two votes for Zitz. Um, you know, I, 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 you know, he he didn't really disc Calvin and Haas by saying it was fine, but you know, I don't really know. I think it's a little better than fine, Travis, but that's okay. (laughs) Sorry. we will talk about it later. Um, Travis, you
0: got to start your podcast called rant.
1: Oh yeah. And then you just started and and and
0: you have new people on every time. Ooh, Like don't have a person don't have, I do not like podcasts with three people. Mm. So only two people, one or
1: two. Yep. New and, guests, just meet people and ask them on your show. And I'll be on once. Neil will be on once. Yeah, we'll take turns. Um, it sounds good. Yeah, you can start your own podcast, um, Travis. This one is already already created and already has hosts. So um, you know, we'll keep you on the backup list. But uh, for now, we're good. And yeah, it's it's. We don't know how long the hiatus is going to be either. Um, but could be a week. Could yeah. Who knows? Could get sad. Yeah. What if we start doing weekly shows? Um instead just all, punish people faster. <laughs> punish people. Um yeah, like we said at the top, we need people to catch up and we need a little a little rest. Um but we'll get back and we know you'll be there uh, when that happens. Maybe. I hope you didn't get rear ended in that parking lot. <laughs> if rant if rant doesn't take off. <laughs> rant featuring Travis Tra- from Riverside. Travis from Riverside. Or maybe it's a Riverside podcast. Ooh. I feel like Travis is the per- the person I've met who's the most into Riverside. Like, no one else is, you know. I mean, I know we ask you to say where you're from, but he's very, very Indian. He doesn't say California. doesn't say Los Angeles. area, doesn't say Southern California. He's a child that Riverside. So, um, I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's that. I should look at the map, but it feels kind of, like, nooked away. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, inland, I believe.
0: Inland. inland. Travis, we appreciate you for calling in so much, everybody, for calling into the pod. Yeah. If you called in once... We got a
1: heart for you. We like you.
0: Yeah. We're feeling it.
1: Zits, baby. Zits. Zits. Another zits growing up. Yeah. High school life. All right. We're taking a little
0: pause. This is season one. We Mm -hmm. had planned it the Mm -hmm. whole time, just like the creators of Lost right from the get-go. That's right. We planned 50 episodes. Um, We planned- We always knew. We planned out every call-in prompt from the beginning. We- we're so on top of things. Prepped it out. And we knew it was going to go to this point. And uh, we do know how long the break's going to be, but we can't tell anybody.
1: Yeah, it's bad business to tell you. We want to come back with a
0: surprise.
1: Hey, we're back. So, the next uh, episode. So yeah. Thank you, people, for bantering and buddying with us. Thanks, callers everywhere. But uh But that's not where this episode ends. We're going to do all the other segments still. So onward to recommendations. All right. This week, I am going to recommend something that maybe I have recommended in the past. I can't recall. I should make a list, but I don't. Um, And i got to give it up for a new service that I know um, learned about from other podcasts. Maybe you've heard this advertisement podcast as well, but it's called Trade Coffee, everybody. It's a great coffee subscription. I used to roll blue bottle. That was my uh, coffee subscription for uh, maybe a year or two, a couple years back. But Trade Coffee is even better, you guys. Trade Coffee um, sends you freshly roasted bags of delicious beans from roasters all around the country it's great every single uh you know you can obviously set it up um to your uh you know sort of your cadence uh you know you can have it delivered every week every two weeks you can uh go more than that every month whatever and every time it and it gives you something totally different from these these wonderful different coffee shops um, all around the country. what's really cool too is that you um, at, the, at when you sign up they have this like questionnaire the short questionnaire they go through to like, So it kind of dials in what you might like, you know, if you know what what you're into. But for me, I was like, be adventurous with it, or you know, just kind of give me some weird stuff or whatever. So you um, love you love the dice roll, yeah, I love the dice roll. I love having some different flavor, and I really like just having coffee that doesn't just taste like coffee. Like it tastes, it you can there's different fruit or you know whatever it is. And again, it's cool because it's not like oh I got to have this all year. It's like in two weeks this will be gone I'll be on to the next one. So um, it's definitely you know it's 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 not cheap. It's you know, depending on how long you sign up for, but it's about twenty bucks a bag. Um, you know, which is kind of what you're paying for pretty good beans anyway, fifteen to twenty bucks. So it's definitely for people who have a taste for um, coffee and really like to you know have nice beans delivered to their house. But it's a really great way to get in on some coffee and uh, support different um, you know roasters from all over the place rather than just Blue Bottle or one place. Um, so it, it's really good. It Arrives really fresh, and um, that's that's obviously the big part about good coffee is you want fresh coffee, right? it's uh, no matter how nicely made it is, if it's old, it's not going to be good. So that's really big. And, uh, they just do a great job with it. And I love, um, it's really easy too. like, Oh, I, I was away for a week. And so I don't need this next bag until later than I usually get it. You can pause it really easily. Um, you can rate the different bags they've given you. So it will help like the system, learn more about you and what you like and stuff like that. So they really thought of everything. So, uh, check out trade coffee. If you're into it, give a little, a little, uh, little test and, uh, I dig it. It's been uh, it's been big in uh, in in my coffee life. Trade coffee, trade coffee. There you go. Um, recommendation from me, Neil. But now it's time for recommendation from Brian. I'm going for
0: another music one. Ooh, Ooh. this is. I was thinking, what am I going to recommend? I don't like eat new food. I just eat the same beans mm-hmm. every day and kale. <laughs> beans mm-hmm. and kale. Okay, but I'm gonna. This is an album that I've listened to since it came out, like September of last year, twenty wow. one. Sturgill Simpson's "The Ballad of Dude and Juanita." I've maybe <laughs> listened to it a couple oh, times. Oh yeah, we
1: listen to it because it has like a cool like story that goes through it. Yeah,
0: it's like twenty two minutes long. The dude, yeah, the dude, <laughs> real low. I've li- I've listened to I have listened to it. I think once a week, maybe a couple times. I'll let it run through. I love how short it is. Yeah, Sturgill Simpson. He goes all over the place, but this record is like a. A throwback blue Kentucky bluegrass, a little bit of gospel, some acapella chant and like harmonized singing. If that stirs any of your fancy, if you like some banjo, you like some mouth harp, you like some low singing, it's about a guy it's in a like story, too. Yeah, it's, it's like a, a, a concept yeah, album. The whole way. it yeah. is a concept album. Yeah. yeah. So that's a whole story. It starts in the beginning of the end. This guy named Dude who it like lived a hard <laughs> life, met this woman named Juanita, and she like calmed them down. They became farmers in eastern Kentucky. And uh <laughs> Don't a give ba- it
1: all away, Brian. Oh, sorry. A bandit
0: came, <laughs> set it up, but- shot the dude, uh huh, took Juanita. <gasps> Then Juanita takes his horse, his musket, and his dog to get her back. Oh, the dude. Not the dude. That's uh The dog. The dog and... Yeah, it's D-O-O-D. Okay. <laughs> the, it's named after his like grandpa's nickname was Dude. Nice. But the dog has... She has a theme song. Shamrock, the horse awesome. has a theme song, and Sam, the dog, gets two songs.
1: So good, so good. Yeah. All right. Introduce the kid. You get introduce the characters by their own songs. That's a really good idea. Like that's really fun. So yeah, check it out. And I just love the name Sturgill. That's a that's a really good name. John
0: Sturgill Simpson. Oh okay. Middle middle It's Sturgill. a middle name. It's a middle name. Still, yeah. People was, don't, yeah. Going by it, people don't go in deep. But uh, <laughs> if you, it's worth uh, it's worth your twenty two minutes. There you go. More, it's awesome. Uh, he wrote it and recorded it in a week. Is what I like. And Willie Nelson is on one of the songs. If that tips
1: your hat even more. And he wrote it and recorded in a week, and you can't even tell. That's sounds wild. Like a, sounds like a long. I would have. I would have thought about project. it too much. I would have right, like. Yeah.
0: I would have, like dwelled on it.
1: Getting could, everything right. Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, a week. I didn't take enough time on this. I should tweak it. Nope. This is it. This is in the bag. Put it in the can. Put it, press it. We love ourselves a concept album. Sturgill Simpson. It's a concept album for sure. Any concept album. What's it called? The Ballad of the Dude? The Ballad of Dude and Juanita.
1: The Battle of Dude and Juanita. Ballad, ballad. Go listen to it. All right, a little coffee, a little music there for you. Combine them together. You're having a great day. All right, that's recommendations. Time to play some trivia. All right, at least trivia. We got uh, Brian's already. I'm closing already my up. eyes. I'm closing my eyes. No, I got here on my phone. Um, he's already one up because he already knows. I forgot the name. That the name of Garfield, the man Jim Archibald. I said, what is the name of the man who Garfield lives with? I felt bad being like, who's Garfield's owner? I don't know. I feel weird being like. I,
0: I don't like the <laughs> owner thing with pets. That's messed yeah. me up
1: since being a kid. Yeah. Person they live with, companion. There you go. Yeah, Jeff, Jack, John, or Joe. Oh snap! No, I
0: John Arbuckle. John, John, John yeah, John. Arbuckle. There John. you go. All
1: right, there you go. Okay, next one. Now this is not one. This is not a um, comic we have talked about, but you maybe you are familiar with it. Um, it's the name of a dog, and that dog's name is Marmaduke. Are you familiar with Marmaduke, Brian? <laughs> Marmaduke the dog. I've heard the name. Isn't that like a new movie? Oh, they didn't. Pete, kind isn't of
0: a, Pete Davidson Marmaduke? Oh. He kind of looks like
1: Scooby Doo, right? Yes, he's very Scooby Doo like. Um, yeah, it looks like they've done the done the movie and stuff. Um, here's yeah, here's like a picture of him right here. Oh, I've okay, never the seen the comic. what go. breed of dog is Marmaduke? A. Pyrenees. B. German Shepherd. C. Great Dane. D. Brown Lab. I'm gonna say Great Dane. Ding, ding. He is a Great Dane. He's Giant. the biggest. He's a very large dog. I don't know much else about. There's a Great
0: Dane in in my neighborhood esque, and it is a horse. Like there, it's a
1: horse. Yeah, 2022. Pete Davidson is Marmaduke. Oh, I was right. J.K. Simmons and David and David Koechner. Okay, wow. I'll check that out. 2022. (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. There's a 2010 one as well. Pete Davidson, Owen Wilson, and George Lopez. Oh God. (laughs) Nice Owen. check. There you Owen. go. Owen. All right. Um, next question here. Which comic features the kids Billy, Dolly, Jeffy, and PJ? A, Peanuts. B, Zits. C, The Family Circus. D, The Far Side.
0: Well, I you said Jeffy, so then I know it's The Family Circus. That's right. Jeffy. It's the Family Circus.
1: Here. And as we, talk, I feel like we kind of narrowed it down as we talked about these. So things. There's five kids. You know who peanuts are. Zits, you knew that doesn't exist. And Farsight, as we as we as we talked about, like doesn't have yeah even names for people. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Do- Billy, Dolly, Jeffy, and PJ were the names. Dolly, Dolly. <laughs> All right, and last one here in Peanuts. Which instrument does Schroeder play? A. Huh? Piano. B. Guitar. C. Drums. D. Cowbell. Piano. Piano. But that's who right. does, who plays the stand-up bass? Is that oh, Big Pen? Oh, I wonder. Yeah, because sometimes, sometimes they have a little band. Um, that's probably right. Yeah, I can see like his cloud of dust like around the bass. <laughs> Schroeder. Yeah. Schroeder doesn't talk, right? I don't think so. Yeah. 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 Just, so there you go. Wow, you nailed it, Brian. Nice work. With a little help from your friend. Burning through this trivia. You got, you got four We're out of going. four. So nice work there. And uh yeah, hopefully you guys did just as well at home, and uh, before we end the final uh, episode of Banter Buddies of Season 1, uh, got to kick it over to New with Koo. All right, there's some n- new things, Brian, some new things we must talk about, as we do every episode. What should we start with here? What's, things always die here? down, and then they pit back, pick back up. Let's, oh, yeah, let's talk about yeah. a new video that I want
0: every single person to check out, at least yes. one time. It's been a little bit. It's an it's the it's the live action video for sneaking downstairs featuring Mega Ran. Oh yeah. On the track from Slow Clap. But the video's cool. It's got our friend uh J Matt, aka Rupert as oh, the yeah. milkman. He's dancing. And uh the Beaudry family made this one. They've made they've made a like five? They've made, like most
1: of our videos at this point. They actually
0: um, made life-size cutout milk cartons
1: that people danced in you guys aren't going to believe this okay there is uh it's 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 movie magic out here um you know they they do so much um sometimes with so little um you know just like one location stuff that can make it look so amazing but um yeah lots of lots of hard work into the props and production of this they always go above and beyond for us so we're really happy with how this turned out it's a different kind of slower song for us you know low tempo but um, I, we, we we really like this song and we wanted to get the video right. So even though it's been a while, we still uh, we still got to do that. So sneaking this downstairs, sneaking
0: downstairs exists because Neil, you sent like a demo with like just a beat on it <laughs> with the chorus as is uh-huh, uh-huh. and heartburn can't sleep near the midnight milk. And my wife and I laughed so hard when I first played it. Anytime you send something, I immediately just press play on it and just go. We were both laughing, and oh. we always take that immediate laugh as like, right. if it isn't that immediate laugh, then it's like, this is a Might maybe, be tweaked, yeah. maybe, but this is like,
1: this will be a song. <laughs> Ba-boom. Yeah, there you go. So Sneaking Downstairs video is, uh, is coming soon. Let's, uh, go check it out. On uh, wherever you find our, our uh, music videos, YouTube.com. Everybody, Um sneaking downstairs, and then uh, we got some we got some shows that are being announced. Uh, Brian, first of all, we have uh, we're, we get to play in Iowa. We had um, we get to play at a festival called Hinterland. Okay, it's done big old festival, big time, St. Charles, right? And that's the name of the place where yep. that is, St. Charles, Iowa. And um, yeah, we are. We're playing on the second day. We're playing on the Saturday of the three-day festival. Uh, Maybe
0: the only people on a kids' stage is it looks like everybody else is on a normal stage. And then it says,
1: yeah. Cuckoo Kangaroo Kids Stage." There's one, yeah, kids' stage, and and we're, it's Boney
0: Vere, Boney Vere, bon Luke
1: Bryan, and Maggie Rogers are the headliners. Okay, so this is like south of Des Moines, St. Charles. Kinda, uh, I wouldn't even call it Southwest Iowa. It's pretty still Central Iowa. Doesn't look like it's too far away from Des Moines. So, yeah, if you're in Des Moines, if you're in the Midwest, you're in Kansas City, Omaha. Come on over, you know. And that's not till August of 2023. That's so far away. That's like a year. But they wanted to announce it nine months out. Um, hey, when you have Bon Iver, that's right. Bon Iver. Go. We got Sylvian Esso. Someone named Zach Bryan is headlining the second day, and then uh, yeah, I didn't, and then know Matt I, didn't, I didn't know
0: who's I didn't know who's. Oh, Zach Bryan. I said Luke Bryan. Um, yeah, I said Luke Bryan. Yeah. Luke Bryan's a
1: country artist. Yeah. So, yeah, that's happening in Hinterland, so go get your tickets. And. So come on down. And. And another tour.
0: Another tour. We're doing we're doing an adults-only tour. Oh, my gosh. Adults in the crowd only called the No Kidding Around Tour. And on
1: stage. And on stage. And on
0: stage. Yeah. With our friends, the Homeless Gospel Choir. Oh. It's going to be in Cali, a Vegas, a Phoenix. In Texas. Texas. And these are We're going to uh, warm places because some are 16 plus, some are 18 plus, some are 21 plus. Yeah. But if you are a child, you cannot come in.
1: That's right. You got to wait till next time. And but there will be a next time. If you are an adult. We this want you to come you. on this out. Is for you. We get always get all the time. You guys play twenty one plus shows. You guys play bar shows, and the answer is yes, but it's a very rare occasion when it happens. Um, but uh, people always seem to have a great time when it does happen. And uh, yeah, if you, uh, we're going to be getting sweaty. Oh, we're going to be getting sweaty. It's the same show, same songs, just a little, no cussing. A little more of a party, okay? A little more, uh, a little later in the evening, maybe. Um, Hope not too late I have a bedtime Yeah Brian We gotta go in first I'm old now <laughs> Our friends The Homeless Gospel Choir Are awesome They just got, got done Doing some dates With My Chemical Romance In arenas They've uh, Played a Thursday. Thursday as well And they're just A great band Our friend Derek Is is really cool And we've known him For a little bit Through the Frank Turner folks Um, We supported Frank a lot, and um, uh, we know some of the other people in their band from uh, Kitty Cat Fan Club. um, So I don't care if it's it's a Thursday, I don't care
0: if it's a Wednesday, I don't care if it's a Sunday. That's right. We know you're going to come out for Friday, Saturday. Oh, yeah. But we can't play all Fridays and Saturdays. we got to tour like a real band, and so...
1: It's like a 2 week tour. It's like a 10 out. day thing. Come so on. out. Come on. Out. This is this is the opportunity you guys cuz other than this we don't we might play like one 21 plus show a year. So this is really the time. Whether you got to fly to come over to this or whatever you got to do. It's very uh, it's going to be a good one. We got to we got to prove to people that we can yeah. bring out this crowd without kids. Yeah. And
0: then We'll do more.
1: Yeah, yeah. So help us make it a success and then maybe maybe you'll get to see it more often in, in your neck of the woods. The no kidding around tour. The no kidding around tour is, is live, everybody. So go get your tickets for coming to a town near you. Check out Homeless Gospel Choir. And uh yeah, we'll see you on the road. That's what's new with Koo. That is the end of this episode and the end of season one of, uh, of eleven or twelve seasons probably we have in mind. Um We so had a we had a whole arc twelve 12- mm. 12 I might have to cut it down but we'll see seems like a lot yeah maybe only eight but we'll, we'll be back with more banter buddies we always are um, thank you to Neil Z for making a theme song oh we've used it all every episode so
0: yeah it, it, it has sustained as as the theme thank you Wampa Stampa for making gorgeous art every, for every single time let's make a little compilation of all 50 yeah let's do like a slideshow where it like speeds by with the podcast theme song oh
1: man this is how we make ideas, you guys, There's two friends, Brian sit, and Neil, and the they make a podcast. That's right. So, yeah, thank you to Wampa uh, for all of that. And everybody who's listening, everybody who's calling in, you guys are fantastic. Uh, tell your friends about the show so that when we come back, um, you know, we, we have millions of listeners and, uh, you know, the, the sponsors are beating down our door that's that's what we're looking for you guys we'll come back once we have um a capital one sponsorship i don't want that's <laughs> what's in your wallet that's what we're looking for um but yeah thank you so much it's been fun doing the show and we're gonna be back in no time just uh you know just just follow us online and, and we'll let you know when, uh, when season two The toodles. To <laughs> toodles see everybody next time bye bye